0: Young Entertainment. entertainment
1: <laughs> young Entertainment, entertainment <laughs> Young Entertainment.
0: Young <laughs> Entertainment
1: Professionals. Young Entertainment Professionals. Hey guys, Libby Ulrich here, your host of the Young Entertainment Professionals Podcast. Welcome to our next episode. In this new series, we sit down with the people cultivating the entertainment industry and how they discovered their career path with the help of Yep Nashville. You can also expect future guests who may simply have advice that is beneficial to the young entertainment professional. And by that category, we mean the artist, the songwriter, the artist manager, the tour manager, the producer, engineer, and everyone in between. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to our first artist guest, Austin Burke. He's going to be sharing how he found his entire band through Yep, the steps he took to build his career, and how Garth Brooks and John Marks have played a huge role in his journey as well. Austin is going to be telling some pretty amazing stories in this one, so I cannot wait for you to hear. You can listen to his latest music, including his new single, One Summer, out now at austinburkmusic.com. Welcome, Mr. Austin Burke, to the Yep! Podcast. How's it going?
0: I'm great. How are you?
1: I'm doing wonderful. We just spent like 30 minutes talking about golf in Augusta, Oh yeah, my hometown, and where you're performing.
0: I know. I'm I'm excited to get back there. That was the second place I've ever played, but I can't believe you're actually from there. It's yeah. awesome.
1: It's it's a fun time, for yeah. sure. Before we kinda get into like your involvement with the app, can you talk about where you're from and you know what how you made the move to Nashville and yeah, how absolutely. that was for
0: you? So I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, born and raised there and uh, I lived there until I was about fourteen and ended up moving to San Diego, California for high school. Mm-hmm. So Spent all of my high school years out in San Diego by the beach, but uh, I claim Arizona
1: Yeah, as you're absolutely When did you decide that music was like the thing for you? You were gonna pursue it for real? Um,
0: um well, it's kind of a long story for that, but I, I basically I grew up singing I was uh, two years old when I learned the national anthem and um uh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. My dad was filming a rodeo because yeah. I used to go to the, the rodeo all the time, and he filmed a rodeo and thought that I would love the horses and you know the cowboys. But I actually just played the national anthem over and over and over again, and ended up learning it. So um, my dad filmed me singing it and sent it off to some people, and um, I ended up getting asked to be on the Rosie O'Donnell show when I was four. Uh, okay. Early,
1: the earliest success of that my life, yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. <laughs> but this story, it, it's weird because I kind of I was on the Rosie Donald show twice. I was on when I was four and eight, and uh, sang Garth Brooks and uh, Alabama the second time. And I, I kind of was you know, consumed with music when I was really young and, and to the point where like I couldn't even have friends really because I was going to the news station and doing crazy stuff. Um, So I remember when I was 10 years old, I told my dad, I just want to be a kid. I just want to play baseball and I'm done with the singing thing because singing to me was like not hanging out with my friends. So when I was 10, I ended up just basically quitting singing and uh, focused on baseball 100% of the time and uh, ended up doing that until I was about 19. I played one year in college and Packed my bags and moved to Nashville, so that's the that's the The story in a nutshell. Yeah,
1: I just think it's so interesting that you start out. I mean, you you would experience artist management, some sort of pitching, performing at such a young age. When did you decide that like going back to that though was like for you? Was it Yep that changed changed the game?
0: Well, for going back to um, music for me was really. when I, I got hurt playing baseball and yeah. I was in my dorm room all alone, there was nobody back at school yet. And I, uh, I was just, I had this moment where I felt like I didn't love baseball anymore and I, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to explain it, but I just, I wasn't having fun doing it anymore. And, you know, when I was hurt, I had the time to kind of get my guitar and record some songs again. And so that's kind of when I dove back into, okay, I, I actually want to do what I love. right? And, uh, So I've always been big on that. And so actually, I moved to Nashville right after that, um, when I was 19. And one of the first things that somebody said when I moved here is, you got to get on Nashville Rent, uh, the Facebook group, and you got to join Yep. That's Mm -hmm. literally the two things that somebody said, somebody told me so. I did it.
1: Yeah. All those Facebook groups, and community absolutely. groups. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So talk about your first experience with the app. I know we were talking a little bit before about when you met, um, Amelia Varney, who's our executive director and just kind of how you kind of built that relationship with her. And then you eventually met all of your band members, um, yeah. through YEP.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, I kind of worked when I first moved to town, I worked at a restaurant called the Palm and I worked there for the first four mm-hmm. years I was here. And, uh, I kind of, I didn't really have a lot of friends. I just wrote in the mornings and then worked at night and just was kind of, kind of put my head down and was working, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, all the friends that I had, I had met through working at the Palm. And one of the people that I became really close with was Andrew Dorff and mm-hmm. Andrew would come in every day. It seemed like and order a, a lobster and, uh, crab legs were his favorite. He actually didn't like lobster. He ordered lobster for everybody else, but he ordered crab legs and all kinds of crazy stuff. And I ended up becoming friends with him and, uh, Emilie was working at, uh, universal publishing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, he was signed to them, and I met her through that. And um, it was kind of a, you know, he was just a special guy. He was such a such a cool guy, and he introduced me to so many people. But I was lucky enough to meet Amelia, and um, full circle with that, I'd known her for years, and now she's, you know, the head of YEP, which is yeah. crazy. But um, to explain the band thing, I had finally... Saved up enough money to record some songs and it was time to get a band together. This was probably about two and a half years ago Mm -hmm. and um, I ended up Just posting on yep. Hey looking for a band looking for some people to to play with me and I got an overwhelming response of because of course
1: everyone in Nashville incredible musicians.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and so You know, I, I interviewed I think like 10 different guitarists 10 drummers and you know five or Five or six bass players and ended up getting my band together from from yep. So It's crazy. Yeah
1: Yeah. Um, Before we kind of continue diving into that um, as you were interviewing these different band members I mean, what what led you to choose the specific people? You know, what were you looking for? Because for someone that's just moved here to Nashville that's looking for that community um, Specifically in their in their full band.
0: Yeah, so for me, you know, I'm gonna spend 23 of the hours with these guys right not on stage. So the biggest thing for me was I wanted I wanted guys that were going to be my friends more than anything. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's so many talented musicians and so many talented people in this town, but, you know, a good attitude and, and a good hang goes a long way, right. you know, at least for me. And, and uh, you know, I, I'll be honest, I have fired a couple bass players. I don't know what it is about bass players, but <laughs> <laughs> I finally have a group of guys that right. are just unreal and and yeah. they're they're really my best friends more mm-hmm. than anything like their talent goes so far and I would vouch for them to be the best at their instrument in town but they're some of the best guys and that's what it came down to you know in the end
1: yeah do you uh songwrite with any of them or
0: I have actually I've tried to do a little bit of songwriting but most of our time you know we're on the road so much together that it's like all right we're back in Nashville let's mm-hmm. let's uh you know I gotta go write and they're doing their, they're with their girlfriends and, and all that stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, we definitely have written a couple songs and they're, they're kind of just getting into it, but they're, they're all so talented. It's crazy.
1: Love it. Um, so it, when we were started talking about Yep, we were talking about Amelia and, uh, Andrew and how they've, you know, championed you. So through Yep, what different types of mentors did you meet that, you know, you're thankful to have now, um, on your team?
0: Um, so, I mean, I would just kind of stem it through Amelia and Andrew really, you know, and, um, I I really hadn't posted a whole lot. I I was new to Nashville and I'd posted a lot of, um, like, Hey, let's, you know, set up songwriting things Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, a lot of my champions, I kind of met from the palm, but, um, as far as like just meeting good people that are new to Nashville and have the same dream that you are, I think Mm -hmm. that's what Yep is incredible at. And, you know, there's not. It doesn't really exist. Um, I spent a lot of time in LA because my girlfriend was living there, and that kind of stuff doesn't exist there. You know, and it's such a it's such a tight knit community here in Nashville. To have a, a Facebook page and just a group of people that you know you can be vulnerable with, and they're right. all feeling the same things you are, is just super cool. Um, because everybody's going through it and everybody feels the same things you do.
1: Well, I mean, looking back on the on your experience of transitioning here and getting involved with Yep and um creating your footing in the music industry, what kind of advice do you have to offer for someone that's just moving here and getting involved in Yup and how to really take advantage of, of the network that we offer?
0: Yeah. One of, you know, I've had a lot of um, success through Spotify. And so a lot of the questions nowadays are like, how do I get on a playlist? And Mm -hmm. how do I, um, you know, how do I get in front of John Marks and stuff like that? And, you know, the truth is, I think the biggest advice I have for anybody is, is don't tell anybody you do music.
1: Mm.
0: And it's, it's hard to even say that because everybody is like, Hey, I'm a musician, check out my song, check out this. But You know people are drawn to good people and when I first moved to nashville and worked at you know the restaurant I didn't tell anybody I did music. I just I saw so many people make that mistake and for me. It was um, It was like i'm gonna get to know these people and kind of learn from others mistakes and just just see you know What what I can maybe do to help them out or whatever Um,
1: Is there someone that you met that did the same for you during this process?
0: Um, I was lucky enough to to know uh producer named Will Rambo and Shri Austin and oh, yeah. they kinda told me when to go left and instead of right and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um so I definitely um have had some good advice, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the years. Um
1: talk but, about when you met John.
0: Yeah, so that's <laughs> a that's a crazy story. So I've known John for a long time and uh he was actually working at Sirius XM The High when I when I met mm-hmm. him. Um And he he always you know, I saw him coming into the Palm and he would order a bunch of food steak and all this stuff and he never would pay and he was in with like, you know, Mike Dungan and Scott Borchetta and I knew who they were but I didn't know who this guy with the beard was that never paid for anything and so um, ended up becoming friends with him and his wife Colleen and Finally, one day when I was it was time to show people my music, I showed him and Stormy Warren, and uh, lucky enough, they they both helped me out. Yeah, I
1: mean, full circle. You've got your debut single "Sleeping Around," and then also "Whole Lot in Love" um, that's been featured on Sirius SiriusXM The Highway. Tell us the story behind those songs, and yeah. you know what they mean to you.
0: Yeah, so I saved up enough money to record "Sleeping Around," and when I recorded it, I was like, all right, I got to show some people. And like I said, I showed John and Stormy and I kind of, I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect. I really Mm -hmm. had no expectations. And I think that's another thing of advice I have to people is just just make some good music and don't have expectations, you Mm -hmm. know, because you really, you never know what's going to happen. And for me, I didn't have Spotify. I, you know, I just kind of did Pandora and would listen to the highway or whatever was, you know, the radio, whatever's on my car. And uh, John said, hey, I'm going to put your song on. I showed it to him and he said, I'm going to put put this on my playlist. And I go, okay. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so um, ended up, you know, he put it on Wild Country and then New Boots and then it made it to Hot Country. Um, and it kind of was just surreal to me, you know, because I'm still working at the restaurant at this time, you know, mm-hmm. and so um, I would have people come in that were eating there and they'd say, hey, is your song on Hot Country or, you know, the highway? And I'm like, Yeah. Here's your lobster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And
0: so it was, it it was awesome. Um, (sighs) and then for whole lot in love, uh, that was a crazy story as well. I was at the YMCA downtown. I had released my EP a couple weeks, probably a month before this had happened. And we were still working, sleeping around. Um, that was still the, the single Mm -hmm. and, I got a call from Stormy and he said, Hey man, uh, talk to JR and, and he loves your song and he's going to put it on the highway. And I said, what song are you talking about? You guys already played sleeping around. You know, we're not, we don't have a single. Mm -hmm. And he said, whole lot in love. And I was like, wow, that's, that's crazy because that's not, you know, the plan. So we, that song quickly became a single literally within a day. And I got a call probably 30 minutes or an hour after that and I, I don't know what was going on something happened because I got a call from John and he said hey man your song's doing really well on Spotify we're gonna put it on hot country and this is all within you know a, an hour so whole lot in love became the single within you know minutes
1: without even any planning yeah I just love that you've done the work for all of this and then just this just came along you focused on writing good music yeah. And just building, just building your your brand and your you know, all of that. So thank
0: you. Well, it's awesome. all it's all happening very quickly. So I feel like I'm kind of holding on for dear life and and keeping the ball rolling as <laughs> as much great. as I can. Thank <laughs> you. Um, but yeah, it's it's been very surreal to me. I'm still just, you know, I'm still that kid trying mm-hmm. to find friends on Yep. You know, that's that's still who I am. We
1: still want you to be involved as Absolutely. long as you can.
0: Absolutely. Um, and it's you know I think everybody that moves to Nashville has this dream and this idea of what Nashville is or what's going on. Um, and I, you know, I had that dream myself and, um, to be, to be able to do music full time for me is, is living that dream. So as long as I'm doing that, you know, life is good.
1: The Young Entertainment Professionals podcast is brought to you by Bev. That's short for beverage in case you didn't know the canned rosé beverage made by chicks. It's crisp, it's bubbly, it's delicious, and it's pink, which is a color we unequivocally love. Don't you love pink, Josh? Oh, yeah. Because we are who we are, and pink cans are what we're into. Pretty sure you'll be into them, too. So what does Bev taste like? The wine has bright fruit aromatics of strawberry, raspberry, and white peach. Taste of watermelon with crisp acidity, but not sweet. Wine color is that of healthy sea coral and pale pink lemonade. Bev likes fun, which is why they're on a mission to make the world more fun. But not just any kind of fun. Happy fun. Confident fun. Inclusive fun. Kind fun. Which is why we hope when you grab a Bev, you dance a little crazier, smile a little brighter, introduce yourself a little sooner, maybe even at the next Yep Mixer. And you should know Bev is making their way to Nashville in February 2019. Check out their website, drinkbev.com, to shop online and find out where you can follow them on social media, drink Bev So when you did come to town what was your expectation like I know you you had early on decided how you were going to approach your career and communicating that with people but what was your um yeah what were your your thoughts when you moved here about what would what yeah. would happen so
0: Well speaking? I actually uh when I first moved to town I lived with a 65-year-old couple from Australia and sheree austin and will rambo were working mm-hmm. with two artists um i won't name their names but they right away got huge record deals so when i one of them signed with big machine the other signed with broken bow and so when i moved to town i'm like dang you you move to town and you get a record deal mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um i had pretty big expectations from the start because i got to kind of see them and um some of the things that they did and uh you know, look up to them and try to follow in their footsteps. But um, you know, for me it's always been uh I wanna be I wanna be like Garth. You know, since I was yeah. three years old, I was wearing Wrangler jeans and a big old cowboy hat and running around in my boots and Garth to me is what I want, you know, and he's always will be my hero and I finally got to see him live uh six months ago and that was just wow. surreal to me. Where'd so. you see him live? I actually saw him in New Jersey. Um went and saw one of his last concerts. So mm-hmm. it was it was everything I hoped. So
1: what's your favorite song that he performed?
0: Um, I mean, I would say my favorite song is probably Friends in Low Places, but that's just so that's so typical. But it's a classic. Though. Yeah. But yeah. I I really like Thunder Rolls and mm-hmm. um Shameless. Uh he has so many. I don't even know. I mean Rodeo I, I sing rodeo at my show live that's one of my favorite songs too so
1: he did uh did an event at Belmont not too long ago where um it was actually it was an alumni concert for homecoming that's right and it was so awesome he uh performed a couple songs but spent like two hours just like pacing you know paces He's a pacer he paces the stage and like tells his whole story and then he was answering questions um from the students in the audience. Yeah. So it was like a really intimate experience. It was just really cool to see him just like talk very openly about his music and yeah, everything. No, he's, so he's awesome. He's
0: the man. I Yeah. Like I told you, I sang the national anthem. He did spring training for the Padres in Arizona when I was growing up. And I sang the national anthem at that game. And, uh, so I'm, you know, in my Garth attire looking just like a mini him and he's wearing baseball clothes and, uh, we got a picture. That was the first time I met him. So we got a picture together. He signed a baseball. Oh, I still have it. And, oh, uh, gosh. finally, um, I guess it must've been like two years now. He came into the Palm and word spread like wildfire. Hey, Garth is in the building. Yeah. He was in one of the private rooms. And, uh, so I went off in the back, printed off that picture of us. It was like on my Facebook or whatever, printed it off. And I set down his Caesar salad and I put the picture right over it and I didn't say anything. And he looks up at me and he said, Peoria, Arizona, 1998. What? I promise you, it was the weirdest thing. It was so crazy. It was like crazy. the Rain Man. Yeah, Yeah. It was, that is I'm like,
1: rude. that's true. Like fan appreciation right there.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, or just good memory. <laughs> he's, he's crazy. And so wow. he ended up, he said, Hey, let me, let me finish dinner, but I want to, I want to talk to you. I want to you know, get to know you a little bit. So he had dinner and it was actually for Trisha was inducted, I think to the hall of fame or yeah. had some event mm-hmm. there. And, um, so all their family was there and, uh, he ended up having me and my brother back to talk to us. And, um, it was, it was just surreal. I, the whole time I had so many questions that I wanted to ask him. I mean, how many times you get to meet your hero in life, you know, much and, less uh, than
1: like, remember the year that they met you the place and then being able to like be here in nashville and have a real conversation about this is what i want to do yeah so
0: you know i i got to talk with him for a little bit and i had all these questions that i wanted to ask him and um he he ended up asking me questions the whole time so it it just shows the kind of person that he is
1: absolutely that's awesome um so I kind of want to get into more music than in upcoming shows that you've got got going on. So can you speak to that?
0: Absolutely I uh, signed with William Morris last year, so they've been keeping me busy and keeping me on the road and you know I always tell people my favorite part about music is obviously performing. I, I think mm-hmm. every artist kind of has that. I love the songwriting process and I love you know everything about the music industry, but I truly love performing. It's like what refuels me, you know, to do all the other stuff. Um, So I have a bunch of shows coming up. I'm playing in Alaska, which is the one I'm most excited about. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been to Alaska. I've
1: never been either, so.
0: I have no idea what to expect. I've
1: heard the Alaska cruise is really fun. Really? Yeah.
0: It's supposed to be night or uh, daylight the whole time. yeah. So playing there, playing at uh, Faster Horses next week in Michigan. Um playing at watershed in Washington, which will be great
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh a lot in georgia yeah your your neck of the woods
1: <laughs> you said you love to play in savannah
0: I love it it 's yeah. crazy
1: it is crazy have you been i have been Before oh, Skunk scump bench
0: oh yeah, they yeah. took it down though they t- well it 's not How where do- it was
1: How do I not know this maybe i haven 't paid attention, but
0: they put it in a museum
1: oh wow. Not that's not fun.
0: I know I went and it wasn't there. I'm like, why am I standing in this <laughs> <Why> random park?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Savannah's a good time, really good seafood and historical
0: yep. love it. And landmarks. Valdosta, yeah, uh, playing Marietta, love it there. Um, Augusta, of course. Yeah. Um, I think I'm playing somewhere else too, can't think of. That's pretty much it yeah. for the uh, the Georgia run,
1: love it. And you've opened uh, for Vince Gill's Cole Swindle, which I saw you posted on Instagram with him about him, like, uh, giving you a shout-out as one of his shows. So that yes. was really awesome. Yeah. Um, and then William Michael Morgan. So yeah. what's it been like opening for them and being on the road?
0: With- it's It's been awesome. Um, you know, the thing that I really love about country music is you really can't be—I um, can't say the word on on air, but you can't be a jerk, oh. you know? Yeah. You yes. got to you got to be a nice guy and most mm-hmm. of the, the the guys that have made it to the top are just nice guys, you know, and it's uh it's really awesome. Cole was just over the top nice to me and he learned under Luke and he ended up telling me that like mm-hmm. all of his crew was just super super nice. They gave us pizzas at the end of the night and offered us hotel rooms and you know stuff like that, you know. Yeah. For me, it meant the world. For him it was like, "Hey, here's, you know, my extras, but it Mm -hmm. was just so, it was so awesome. So.
1: Well, and they're all from South Georgia. Yeah. I'm thinking Georgia
0: Southern crowd. Yeah. Must Uh, be in the water.
1: I know. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Vince, uh, Vince actually is a cool story too. He, he's somebody that I met at the Palm and through friends uh, back, back in Arizona, but he, um, had an event a golf event actually mm-hmm. believe it or not I
1: love Vince Gill <laughs> yeah. he's, he was a, like a household name for us Oh he's the man So it was Amy but he, yes Vince, Vince is, is the man he ha- yeah. he had
0: a golf tournament called the Vinny and he had a bunch yep. of people sing at it and I was mm-hmm. on the list to sing No way and He skipped my name oh, not yeah. on purpose uh and you know I was out there and he felt really bad about it it mm-hmm. wasn't a big deal to me it was you know I was just happy to be there and he felt so bad. He called me right after the event and said, Austin, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to miss your name. There were so many people. I, it was an honest mistake. I'm like, man, it's all good. Like, I can't even believe you're calling me right now. to <laughs> <laughs> do
1: apologize. But, I love
0: it. So he he ends up, he's like, listen, I'm playing tomorrow at the Ryman. Will you come out and sing with me? And I said.
1: That's even better, though.
0: Dude, are you serious? So I, I was actually working that night. It was a preds. It was like the. Stanley cup finals. So for me to not work, like I might as well just quit, you know So I ended up calling my boss. I'm like look i'm playing at the Ryman tomorrow. I cannot work. I'm sorry He's like, all right, we'll figure it out. You've already decided this <laughs> yeah. so I I tell vince. Hey, man, let's it's on let's do it. So I show up with the Ryman. And I'm just nervous as heck because, you know, it's the mother church and I've heard so many stories of the crazy stuff that's gone on there. And uh, I'm already nervous. All right. And all of a sudden this black SUV rolls up down the alley between Tootsies and the Ribbon Mm -hmm. and out comes Reba McIntyre. And I'm just like, what the heck is going on? And why is it Vince, Reba and (laughs) Austin (laughs) Burke? So it was just unreal. And she was a sweetheart and Vince, you know, that's a, that's a memory I'll never forget.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm i so happy for you and just like to hear all your different stories and that like, you. it's crazy. You, you Nashville just, is crazy. It's <laughs> just happened for you. And I just, it's, it's great.
0: Thank you so much. Lucky
1: to have you a part of YEP. Oh, thank you
0: so much. I, it's done so much for me. And, you know, Meeting my band is just one of the things, mm-hmm. but it's, it's such a great platform for people that are trying to make it in this town. And we really all have to stick together and help each other out. It's, it's too small of a town to, you know, step on each other and, um, mm-hmm. you gotta, we gotta work together and, and everybody has, everybody has an opportunity in this town. Right. Not yeah. everybody can be on stage and singing, but I promise you there is a spot for everybody in this town. And that's what's so beautiful about, about Nashville.
1: Could not say it any better this episode is really gonna help people though
0: i hope yeah, so i, I hope will. so and hit me up guys if you have questions you know if you want to ask me anything or <clears throat> you know go to coffee i'm always down for that
1: where where can they follow you on the socials
0: uh it's austin burke music for instagram twitter is austin p burke it's my middle initial and uh facebook austin burke music on facebook Yeah, I have somebody yelling at me to
1: (laughs) plug my Facebook. (laughs) Thanks, Kelsey. (laughs) Thanks, Kelsey. I love it. Thank you so much, Austin. It's great to have you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in to another episode of the Young Entertainment Professionals podcast. I also want to remind you to head on over to the Surviving the Music Industry podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We hosted a live recording event with host Brandon Harrington, and he interviewed the Creative Nation founders, Luke and Beth Laird and Barry Dean. You can hear that episode now, and it was so fun to be able to host this event with him at the Tracking Room. Lastly, if you're in Nashville, October 15th, mark your calendars for 6.30 p.m., Loveless Barn for Concert for a Cure, featuring Michael Ray and Friends. This concert benefits Team Fox Nashville, and all ticket proceeds will go towards Parkinson's research. You can find out more info on where to purchase tickets at TeamFoxNashville.com. Lastly, be sure to visit our website, YepNashville.com, to see what we're up to in a calendar of upcoming mixers, live shows, and more. Be sure to also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at YepNashville. Until next time, discover, cultivate, accelerate.